And we're rolling. Welcome back to another episode of the One Man You Can't Stand podcast. Today, today with me is my very first guest. And what an honor to have such a guest. Uh, my man, Nate. Uh, you know, uh, an eclectic of things. Uh, father, best friend, entrepreneur, poet fucking rap superstar unheard of <laughs> world <Damn>. worldwide <laughs> that sounded like an insult I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mean that to be the, a roast Low blow. off Low of blow. the uh, <laughs> off of the uh, off the rip no pun intended on okay. the you know oh our connoisseur is one uh, so I, fi- I figured we can dive into uh, the mind of Nathan uh, our history and how you and I have come to be uh, hetero life mates. For sure, man. You For know? Sure. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? If you didn't hear the, the sounds of weed being rolled, then that was, uh, that was a good enough introduction. Uh, I also got listeners from India and Dubai out here. Oh, so, shit, man. man, we international, bro. I, man, so, one, before I start off, I want to say, I need to say, um, I'm appreciative of this space and this time of being here and on your podcast. Uh, the One Man You Can't Stand is a podcast I've caught both times, the previous and this one. So, uh, good to good to be on the. Oh yeah, this is a this is the second round. So I when I did that back in 2015 or 14, 14 yeah, yeah. I have none of that, like none of that audio. I don't know where it's at. It's gone. Yeah, if we can find it, that'll be good to maybe maybe get some bits from. I don't even know. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you and you and Mike probably had some good conversations. I feel like y'all y'all had some stuff. I had some stuff that was pretty, pretty decent. We're talking about running another one. I he hear, he doesn't want to call it cake and steak, but man, he's just got to accept it. Yeah, he does. He does. You know, it's either it's either uh, what is it, white lightning or white white hype, white hype. It's either that or cake and steak, and I I honestly like the cake and steak. You know, sweet and and uh, beefy. Uh, you know, the both of, the both of you guys. I think it's a great contrast. I feel like it is. You know, maybe I can be the cake this time because I'm sweet and maybe he can be the steak because he's full of meat. See, that's actually funny because when I think of both of y'all, I I can put both of y'all as the steak or, you know, either or Uh, really, really, really funny. Uh, Meeting you through Michael Park was uh, another funny situation. Y'all have been cool since childhood. Too long. Me and Mike have actually been cool since our uh, our days of Booker T. Washington. Shout out to going to school in the hood because, you know, you, you always meet friends from different backgrounds that you're just like, um, this is interesting. This is, this is interesting that we even like met up at this at this time and place. But it was a magnet school literally in the middle of projects. Did he have his South Pole shirt on? Um, <laughs> remember South Pole? He he did actually. I want to say he had on he had the on spiky some fat hair. farms, some fat farms. <laughs> South Pole, you know. South Pole, spiky <laughs> hair. Shout out to the fat farms. You feel me? Singing Slim Shady. <laughs> but um, um, 
Yeah, Mike Park was a good um, a good intersection for meeting meeting uh, you and and us getting stoned as hell in uh, two thousand nine at my apartment. Uh, definitely definitely uh, brought on a really really good night nice bond. Maybe I could be your use guys as Jamie. I could be that, I could be the IT department for you guys. That that apartment was my first introduction to what it was like to be away from no parental supervision <laughs> at all. <laughs> Well, welcome to my whole. That that's honestly that that apartment was kind of, um, uh, kind of my like wanting like at that time frame. I was out of my mom's house, graduated high school, seventeen, out of my mom's house at like sixteen. So, um, that first my first apartment was like pretty much a combination of all of my most horrible mistakes and my most immature desires being all thrown into one yeah but great things always come from that shit great experiences stories i'm still alive so that's that's actually probably the best there's so many stories that not only i have with you but like you yourself have at that apartment yeah like i remember we would come over and have like the greatest smoke sessions and fucking Brian would fall asleep with your dog, with the dog <laughs> on the caressing chair. The dog too, like they were actually like, like it was it was almost like a love seat. It, it wasn't even just his chair anymore. It was it was them two together. But I will never forget the time where we got so fucking stoned. I don't even know what we were doing. I think we were just listening to music, playing fucking Black Ops or some shit. And my homegirl comes over, and she like damn near kicks down the front door. She's I think she's rolling off of some beans and shit. This was back when um. <clears throat> I had a uh, another side business. Uh, anyway, um, homegirl kicks down the door, like rolling. Her eyes were damn near rolling out that. of her head, and she comes through. Yeah, you know, just coming from this place, having fun. Man, 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 man. This was like the middle of the and afternoon then, too, because she because when she came through, like the sun, like we were stoned in the dark and like sunlight yeah, you know, came you know, in. You know, like all the biblical pictures, you see like the the sunlight reaching out from the heavens like that's exactly what happened when she opened that fucking door she came in you know fucking rolling her ass off i hope you've witnessed somebody on ecstasy so you actually know the energy she brought in into a stoned (laughs) environment but she came in and immediately after you know throwing out four or five sentences said yo i'm so thirsty reaches for the first thing that looks like a cup on my coffee table and just downs it. Turns out it's actually not a cup and it's our bong that we were smoking. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how old that bong water was. It it wasn't fresh. I don't even think it, it was I don't even think fresh. it was fresh when we were smoking it. Bro, I mean, I was immature, so I wasn't <laughs> cleaning my pieces. Um, uh, periodically, um, I, I probably wasn't respecting them at all. I want to say this was like the first water. I mean, like, yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't I, like a, a extravagant piece. No. It wasn't like a nice piece of glass. It was like one of those like ones you get at the Habib yeah, bodega yeah, up the I, street. I, I, I think say, it was purple. I want to say I got it from a Habib, and or was it clear? I don't remember. No, 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 no. So that that one was the uh, it was white and red, almost like kind of flamey, almost like a smoke design with the red on it. Um... So I mean, I guess you could you could maybe think that it might have been you know like maybe maybe a, a 
I don't know, one of those design cups, like one of those plastic cups you get from like a fucking amusement park or some shit. But I don't know. She fucking grabbed it and proceeded to started starting to chug it. And it's funny because you can she almost She didn't even count, hesitate. You can almost count the gulps. She got to like maybe gulp four, I want to say. And that's when her eye just got... Like, and you can only see one, one eye. Yo. I remember us, too. Like, it was almost comic book how we were like, like, no! Like, we're, we were trying to save her. Oh, my God. We were trying... We, hey, so, just know, we weren't the friends to be like, yeah, let's just watch this one. No, we were, we were helpful we stoners. Yeah, we actually, like... I don't know if we were in slow motion. I don't know if she was just super fast because she was rolling on fucking ecstasy. I don't know. One thing was faster than the other. We were trying to stop her. She fucking gulped it maybe four times. And that's when she realized that she was drinking a fucking bomb. And um, yeah, that's that's how... that's See, that's the foundation of our friendship. I'll never forget the one time we got super baked. And this is when we were still smoking fucking cigars. And uh, I don't remember what we smoked, but I remember it was oozing. Remember, it, it was oh, like, like, fuck. like Bro, New York gold. It was, I don't know, man. It Yeah, it was because it was gold weed. It was gold weed. It was, and, uh, it was a New York strain, too. Uh, fuck, I remember that. And I'll never forget your baby mom's just going, y'all want to take the EBT card and go <laughs> go get some food? And we were like, ah. bro, it was like, the, it was like the beginning of a Puff Daddy video. Like I swear to God, <laughs> I think I, I think I did the Harlem Shake right after she said that. <coughs> we jumped in your Jeep, my man. The, and we, the Wrangler. We fucking bro. Yeah, we were balling that day, man. That was a great day. It was a good day. That was a great day to bond too. Uh, the, so when we first met, I'll never forget because uh, there was a strain around uh, called White Widow. And uh, if y'all don't know, this was like a this was like a '99 Cannabis Cup winner, like '97. Like White Widow is was one of the best strains, especially like fresh out of high school. Like you're just learning about what high, like high quality like hydro is, and so we were going over to try this stuff. And when we did, uh, we all smoked out. Me, you, and Mike, I think, and then. Me and Mike get a Mike gets a call from his mom saying the cops are at oh, his house, shit. and I'm like I can't tell the story and yeah, hit from yeah, his yeah, perspective, yeah. but from yeah. my perspective, like we just got ripped, and my my man pulled a prank and was gonna give his dad f- fucking weights that he stole from the country club in his uh, subdivision from the gym there, stole weights, not even weights, fr- like plates. Like plates for his dad for Christmas or Father's Day or something. <laughs> like he didn't even have a bench. He didn't have a bench. Didn't have a barbell. Didn't have anything to put weight plates on. So we have to like stop smoking, and he's gotta go like R and R himself at the police precinct because he stole fucking weight plates, <laughs> like ripped out of his mind. So wait, so so. This was for sure the reason why the cops were there. This was, yeah, because oh, they had him on security camera. God damn it, of course. 
Um, shout out to um, shout out the park, man. Shout out the park. Yeah, shout I'm. Out. I'm gonna need him to tell that story when he he's yeah. supposed to come on when he gets back from Seattle um, after the holidays. So we'll see. We'll I, see if he'll be open to tell his uh, side of the story. Hopefully, I can special guest. Just, I just want to be a fly, fly on the fucking wall, like just to be there while he fucking tells fucking stories. Mike has too many stories. Um, fuck, man. Yeah, Mike's Mike's got too many stories. I remember Mike's though, as soon as he dropped me off, hitting you up and going, "I need to smoke more of that," and like going back and smoking <laughs> more of it. <laughs> like, peace, man. Hope that hope that goes well for you. <laughs> man, I mean, it was a that was a good time, man. That was a good time frame. Really so, time frame. Uh, as someone who, you know, we both, I think you were definitely smoking earlier than I was, but we both had a strong found for you know cannabis and much more than the average smoker, like. I remember being in smoke sessions trying to talk about the high and like the the ins and outs of the strain and people would be like, bro, what the fuck? It's just weed. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, dude, there's more to it. Like the, it's yeah. so crazy how, yeah. how much the science has grown. Like, so you yourself, I mean, you, <coughs> you work for uh, the industry, the medical industry here in Florida. So what is it like to be somebody who like grew up at the start of like, fucking bricks of sticks and seeds and like seeing i mean it's it's even more funny what's what's really funny about it is because i mean just being from the fucking hood me knowing all of that shit like me knowing me me first starting to smoke like i'm the youngest of four my brother is the oldest of course that nigga got me into shit his his him and his homies are shout out to Barry. like the ones. Yeah, shout, shout out <laughs> shout out to uh, <laughs> B Move. Shout out to B Move. But um, I mean, of course, his homies are the reason why him and his homies are the reason why like I was introduced to certain things. Um, I don't want to say like I'm smoking now because of them, but they were my introduction to weed, and it got to a point early on where like I legit had to fucking tell my mom, yo, I like I I smoke, I get high. And I love it. I but I actually researched it, and um, for some reason, my own experiences, even early on, and just what I've read, seemed like you know, uh, this is untrue. You know, the the things that I've heard for like so the propaganda long, behind exactly, it. Exactly. Um, uh, your your mindset, my my mom's mindset. Um, my own mindset from what I understood of it or just how it can uh, react within your own self uh, was just totally wrong and totally um, uh, mixed, mixed and true. So, yeah. um, it, it, it was funny being early on knowing all of that information because being in the fucking hood and trying to tell your boys, <clears throat> yo, don't smoke that shit, bro. You, you hear why you coughing, bro? You coughing because, you know, and then saying some fucking like real scientific shit Bro, niggas used to just literally legit tell me, yo, you're fucking white. <laughs> you, sound, you, sound, you sound white, bro. You sound like, like, this, sounding real scientific right this now. Is, bro, this is fucking, what, what, do we, what do we used to call it? Um, uh, did you ever see that movie with Eddie Griffin, uh, Undercover Brother? Howie. They call you smart brother. <laughs> smart brother. Bro, legit, legit caught me. Uh, 
Uh, black black boy, white boy swag. My boy's stupid ass older brother used to say that shit all the fucking time. Black boy, white boy swag. And I, I still to this day remember it because it used to make me laugh. And it's just so funny not to even delve into this. But black people, as we're listening, I'm a very dark skinned uh, person. Growing up is so fucking weird how we talk about our own, like, oh, you're fucking dark as shit, you know? And yeah, that might be jokes and all, but bitch, I felt some type of way about my skin. And now here we are, motherfuckers selling their products just because, yo, I'm a black owned person. I, I'm, 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 I'm a black person by my product and all this shit, um, which I'm not demeaning or anything. And I do personally uh, go out of my way to purchase black owned products. But I just want us to be mindful of our own, um, our own actions and how we go about things. But anyway, um, I have like no it's, idea it's what to yeah, do I mean, with that. And that, that wasn't for you, Devin. <laughs> my, my that man, wasn't for you, My Devin. man was dealing that with was, something that right was, there. That was an advertisement for my people. Yo, he's got, the, he's got the candles to prove <laughs> that he purchases from the homies. So y'all want the candles? Hit my man did, up. My I man's got some, my man's got the I candles. Buy some black owned candles. Uh, shout out to the homie. Damn, I don't know your fucking name. I'm a, I'm gonna pull you up on Instagram though, and I'm gonna shout you out, bro. I got you. Um, but uh, comfort candles. Shout out to comfort candles. The homie is doing his thing. Comfort camp at comfort candles uh. on Instagram at K. You know, comfort with a K, not a C. Comfort candles. Um, but, I don't even know what we were talking but, uh, about. I do, I do, man. Um, <laughs> I'm high, but it's all good. Man. I'm not yet, um, and I don't even know where this is trailing off to. Um, science, the science just, of weed. It's just funny um, being a little bit more educated on marijuana, like even when I was young and just in the hood and shit, and just sticking with it. And you already know, like, we, we grew up in fucking Tampa. We grew up in Tampa, Florida. Florida is a weird place, but it's still the fucking South. Um, I've dealt with racism like too many times in my own lifetime and shit, uh, personally, but, um, I've never fucking seen it like us being here already, like 2020 going on 21 and yeah, I mean, medical marijuana is, it's crazy, but it's legal, um, in Hillsborough County up to 21 grams. Um, you know, you're, you're pretty much just might get a ticket. Um, definitely didn't see that shit coming. Um, has some money to do with it, but I'm glad we're progressing as a whole getting to this point. But I think it's super helpful. I mean, you and I both worked for a doctor's office, so we actually like as annoying as that fucking job was, like we were able to see yeah. like people actually coming in with the proof that like, hey, this shit is helping. If you can get off fucking eight pills with one joint, I'm going to tell you every day, smoke the one joint. Yeah, smoke that shit up. Fucking eight pills tearing up your intestines and your fucking internal organs is not something anybody wants to be a part of. Yeah, and I mean, and it's even more funny because we all, we already knew, me and you, we already knew um, without even having to have that job confirm us. But actually, literally being at inside a doctor's office where we work with PhDs and the motherfuckers coming in with, you know, fucking packets of their medical history and not even them, but the motherfuckers that are already in the programming getting recertified and just coming in and saying, you know, this shit has been super beneficial. I'm off this, I'm off that. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. It does make you feel good. I remember 
Uh, excuse me. So hold on, hold on. Before we before we go past anymore, um, I know I was thanking you for being on here. I wanted to address that also. That I feel like that that has become a trademark. I don't know. If I can't help I it, bro. It's <laughs> so I, I wanted to get on this fucking show and almost ask for your signature beverage. Because Yo. I need the signature burp I, to also, you know, <laughs> signify that I've been... <laughs> Dude, so if, if these people could ever sponsor me, it would be fucking great. You've probably heard me. I, I feel like I've had them around you. It's Spindrift, so it's sparkling water. This is with lemon. So I... Caitlin, my fiance, was drinking this shit all the time. And I, I did not have a taste for this at all. I thought it was fucking disgusting. And then she brought the the sparkling water tea combination, and it was it was pretty much like an Arnold Palmer, but sparkling water, dude. And those things are fucking addicting. I have I have a case in the fridge that I haven't opened yet, but this one, I've been this one tastes almost like Sprite with sparkling water, and there's no sugar in it. It's got fucking three calories, and it's water. But this shit makes is what gives me that yeah, on the show, it's and I can't help it, though. and uh. Fucking Tom Segura and his wife on their show, like, she's always burping. And I feel like I'm not trying to steal anything from her, okay? <laughs> this is the, all from the drink. Spindrift. Nah, um, it is it is a signature move, bro. I'm just it's, letting you know. It's fucking good. The, this drink is good, and I can't help... Uh, I can't help not drinking it, man. It's good. It's like, I didn't drink, I stopped drinking soda when I was about 14 years old. And, you know what I'm saying? It's at Target. It's at Publix, too. Okay, okay. All right. Target does have the tea, though. Publix, for some reason, man, y'all got to step it up. Y'all don't got the Spindrift tea. Okay. Um, but, so I stopped drinking soda when I was about 14. I was, as you know, heavy set child. Uh, used to drink nothing but fucking Coke and Pepsi. Like, I was not one of those people that was like, man, Coke all the way, fuck Pepsi. I was drinking both of them. I don't give a fuck. Set tripping, I don't give a fuck. Both sides, set tripping, bro. Blue and red. I don't give a fuck. They both tasted good. Coke, Coke was a little more spicier where Pepsi was a little more sweeter, but they both fucking tasted good to me. For sure. So, when I stopped, I stopped drinking soda 14 and... You know, this drink, the Spindrift, brought back that that punch in the throat that carbonation brings. Like, and I fucking love that feeling where it just almost where it almost hurts to force a burp out. You're like, ah! <laughs> and it feels so good. So that's why I drink this shit. It's fucking good, and you know, non-GMO. You know, so ah, for sure, man. Saving sure. the world I mean, one can at a time, bro. You're doing, you're doing, you. At least it's somewhat healthy, bro. Like, I mean, or it's pretty healthy. It's made with, with real juice. It's a carbonated drink, you know, no sugar and shit. Um, no, nah, it's decent. It's made with real juice. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, as much love for cannabis that you have, I share. Granted, I can't keep up anymore as I get older. Uh, for sure. You know, uh, but I remember doing, when I started doing stand-up, people tried to peg me as like a weed comic like he's a weed comic because <laughs> i was always doing stuff like super stoned and i can remember in particular me you and brian harris driving out to orlando to yeah. do a show and yeah. we smoked 
this wax filled joint. I don't remember that show at all. I just remember we did it. Like I don't. I remember us getting there late, and the guy doing the show was like, "Wow, thanks for showing up." And we were like, "Man, what the fuck?" And like, the show ended up being like super good. Like everybody killed. Yeah, yeah, everybody right, killed. Yeah, I think yeah. Preacher Lawson was on that show, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, bro. And yeah. Um, um, some other, some other Asian chick. I want to say that was from out from Cali had like a little, a little, uh, a little pool, I guess. I don't remember. I don't remember. I ended up, I ended up looking her up and I was like, oh shit, she's kind of famous. Oh shit. I don't remember. Evan was up there doing, doing shit with famous people. Yeah, nah. Um, but I don't remember. Like, that's the thing. So like, I've stopped performing as high as I used to get, but like, I can remember doing good. Like, I can't remember any of the material. Uh, a lot of it was probably improvised at at the time. No, nah, I feel like you you came with a game plan. You had you had like some stuff written, but it was it was around the time frame where you were getting out of wanting to like step out of just feeling like a beginner. Like you, you used to come up to open mics with your stuff written, have it kind of you know sitting back at the at the like bro. It's at so the stool it's and so then, like kind of step away from it, and then you know sometimes have to kind of step back to it. So you were getting out of doing that, and I believe you actually had some time on that stage too. Was it five minutes? I think it was at five in Orlando. This oh, was at the uh, the fuck is it called? The Garden Room, or it was where the the Ferris wheel is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It over there. Um, um. So yeah, I mean, you had some stage time. You know what's um, crazy? There are some like, there's a guy he, who is a comedian. He is a comedian. His name is Mark. Uh, Gagnon, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Works with Andrew Schultz now. Like, Preacher did America's Got Talent. Him and his brother are in LA. Like, he's a like national touring Damn. act. Damn. There's some fucking hitters that come out of Orlando, man. My friend Adam Adam Murray, he's he does a bunch of like acting. Just had uh, a number one trending movie on Netflix out of Orlando. Damn. Damn. I mean, man, Florida Florida's Got Talent. Like a motherfucker, bro. I mean, down here, there's a lot of fucking hidden shit that never, like, always ends up bubbling up and never kind of, kind of hitting it. But, man, um, I'm glad at least Tampa's made it on the map a little bit more for, for the city itself. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit going on down here that we have to offer. What's it like to watch your friend do, do awful? Cause you've seen me do really good at comedy, and you've also um, seen me do fucking like it's, bad. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best way I could put it. Um, I mean, it's funny because it's for for like there's many reasons why you could be doing bad. There, it could be the fucking energy in the room. There could be like the act you're following. Um, like there's there's you know anomalies and shit. So it's just funny because like I know you're funny. Like I I mean I I laugh at your jokes and shit. Sometimes I laugh at you making the joke. Thanks. So like I mean I know you're funny, but it's just funny when it doesn't work and you're trying to make it work. But it's but it's it's even funnier because like I fucking help you make the fucking. Jokes. I know like, there we, we there fucking, there are times where I. Like most times where I, I hit you with an idea 
or you, like we we bounce shit off of each other and you're like oh shit that's good and you know I can or, you know or, what or like you say some shit I say some shit and I'm like yo fucking use that like you know you know when I know it won't work <laughs> is when I tell you I have an idea and you're like oh yeah <laughs> and then that's it <laughs> or like or like when I try to tell like. Like when I try to uh, bounce ideas off Caitlin, she'll be like, "Oh, that's funny." No laugh. <laughs> like, just, dude, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Face. Oh, that's funny. You should do that. No. Oh, no. See, I need a chuckle yeah, at least. Like, tell, like, laugh a little. See, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Because there, there is different levels to it. Where, yeah, I might laugh at some shit, but for you to present it as a joke. And that's why, like, even even when you bounce some shit off, like, you, you might present an idea to me. And then I'm like, yo, that's funny. But, like, maybe you should, like, work this or, 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 like, it just, it still needs that, um, that, like, editing, that resharpening. That's true. That, that like, reworking. So, so, it's, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to actually come up with the punchline when you have the idea, which is crazy because fucking I, you watch Dave Chappelle and my man made a bit from the punchline. Like I was, <laughs> I was just about to say, or the fucking timing of it, because sometimes it's not even just like the like the bit. The bit is funny, but sometimes because the room is the way it is, you actually might need to stretch it out a little bit more or you might need to compress it or like you just might need to do something to the formation of how you how you get to it. What's crazy so, is that you understand the shit. Like Yeah, yeah cuz I'm a writer, bro. Yeah. I know. And like like I could talk I talk to people about comedy all the time and they'll just be like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> yeah, and like and, and like that's that's the other fucking part of it. I th- bro, you even said that I should do stand up. And I said no. Maybe I should, dog, because I do understand the, the comical side of it, also. Yeah. I, well, it's like, I mean, you you're funny, like. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's just natural, natural. Yeah. Shit. So, like, we make each other laugh just fucking hanging out. I mean, granted, it's mostly the Office references, <laughs> but like, <laughs> or just movie references in general. Just like some, bro. Some of our conversations are just references. just references. I know. <laughs> like, we'll respond in reference. I miss working with you for that <laughs> reason. Man. So, our love for cannabis has taken us through a, a fucking, uh, like, wave of experiences. <clears throat> One in particular that sticks with me probably will for the rest of my life. When we worked, we t- both worked as maintenance men for uh unnamed hair institute in clearwater florida (laughs) and yo don't spit out i don't like him because he he does this all the fucking time where i'm drinking some shit and he he like says some shit that he knows i'm going to spit go ahead ahead. yo it's because you know the story so We were both maintenance men for Unnamed Hair Institute in Clearwater, Florida. And, uh, you know, it was actually a really, you know, besides the actual work, it was a chill job. Like we were poorly supervised. So like, like we did our own supervising of the work that we did and then had to like answer to old dad when, uh, 
something came up. Which I want to say, just to interrupt, shit got done. We we fucking managed ourselves, but shit got done. Yo, that's what I'm saying. Toilets were scrubbed, you know, bloody tampons were thrown away. That's what I'm saying. We, you know, we people don't understand. We you, need the visual. No, people do. They need, the, they need the visual because you don't understand how insane women are when they're fucking shoved into a small area for eight or more hours a day. Uh, so we dealt with a lot. So that smoke break was also very fucking important to the detail that went into our work. Now, fast forward uh, a couple of months and they file sexual harassment on our cool dad boss, which was totally bullshit. It was bullshit. Uh, it was, it was literally the, all right. So like if, if you met Michael Scott in real life, would you call the police on him? No, fuck no, man. You would you would think he takes maybe too much cocaine. Too much. But what a fun guy to be with. So I remember one time this dude told me when he was managing a restaurant in New York City because he comes from restaurant background. He was like, yes, it's like the ma- mafia used to just bring me bags of cash and I, you know, I stayed quiet. <laughs> cool, man. So about that new vacuum. Are we going to get it or <laughs> I don't know anything that you're telling me right now. So that my man gets fired and they bring in this. I'm, I can't even find the words to describe this fucking. They bring in a woman and uh, she was not the fondest of Nate or I's work. Uh, so. We actually stopped giving a shit about the work we were doing. And he's laughing right now because he knows how true it is. Uh, so this on this particular day, I don't know if they were planning to fire us. But Nate pulls up for his shift. Uh, I had the morning shift. Nate had the afternoon. So we, And we would like work together for an hour or two. So he pulls up and I'm walking to his car because we know what's about to go town, man. We get our minds stimulated and we go fucking clean because it it makes you more detail oriented. It makes you motivated. You know, fuck all that propaganda about not being motivated. That's within you. So <laughs> we I get in the car. We pull off. We're fucking Nate's rolling up. And the crazy lady is walking up to the car. Yeah, new boss lady is walking up to the car. Walking up to the car, asks to see me, and then uh, instead of just talking to me right there and doing it right there, she's like five feet walking ahead of me, and I'm like, yo, you can just tell me right now what it is. I knew exactly what it was. She's like, nope, we just got to uh, go to the office, and we'll, we'll be there in just a second, like five feet ahead of me. And I'm like, like talking to me while turning her head like a little bit behind, like not turning around to talk to me, some bullshit. And pulls, me into, the, pulls me into the office and fucking claims that they have us on camera smoking. And I, I asked for the proof, never got the proof. Like they, that could have been a lawsuit if I really wanted it to. Uh, but... You know, I'll never forget how funny it was, how, like, getting fired 
for smoking. I don't know if that was because of what we were doing in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because she obviously smelled like we were She had to, up. bro, yeah. There like, was jars open. smelling us rolling up and shit. You but. threw the joint on the floor and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah. And that kickstarted a, a healthy workout routine because we <laughs> went straight to the gym and... <laughs> Never look back. Yeah, man. Yeah, and we were already, uh, already, uh, you know, upon that that pathway, and that just that just showed us, you know. All right, that's the next step. Let's let's start taking care of ourselves. Speaking of, man, you look fucking like it, incredible, man. I know every time I've seen you, you're like bitches is hollering at the <laughs> at the kid, and you know, from the parking lot, they have been shooting their shot, man. From good for them. From the parking lot. At least they they have the confidence to do so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're an intimidating fellow. Look at you. Say, let me just say this. Um, it is it is nice to be hit on um, as a man, um, getting hit on, you know, by a woman. Uh, but just yes, if if you're going to do it, women, you know, come with some confidence. Um, you know, the PS5 did just drop. <laughs> it's got to be worth it. <laughs> you know. If, if, you know, you don't have everything, you know, in every department, you know, the PS5 is right there, Christmas around, the, you know, do your thing. You got to make it worth it. You got to make it worthwhile. I'm out here. I'm out here. There's a price for that six pack. There's a price for the peck, left and right. Each have their own price. But yeah, man, you're like, you're like super, you're like. A fucking athlete now. Bro, I mean, like I've, I've been thinking about maybe uh, trying my hand at uh, some 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 acting, you know, some acting gigs, man. I feel like I might be able to get some, you know, maybe a superhero role, bro. You bro, know? you look like War Machine. I feel like DC is sad enough to take me <laughs> as. <laughs> they're like hey man we're really hurting uh there's this kid in florida <laughs> there's this there's this guy in florida man he's fucking deadlifting 315 with no shoes on with no shoes bro all we gotta pay him is you know fucking five grand some weed he's good no nah, man so you like you you've done like a Wiz khalifa kind of like yeah I M- without the mma but I like well, you so that, that Hopefully that'll be my fucking. I wanna, I wanna maybe get into that. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm wanting to be an advocate. I've always been an advocate on smoking and being able to maintain, you know, getting shit done, doing your fucking thing, grinding, um, having a positive attitude, uh, mobbing about some shit, and and just, I mean, just taking care of yourself. And, Hell yeah. And, and actually knowing what the fuck you want because I mean that's that's where everything is. I mean like it's it's your your life could literally be you co creating in the moments if you get to a certain point. So it's just about being being not a swinging pendulum, but you know, just right there in the middle, you feel me? But um I've I've always been an advocate on that, and then getting into fucking lie. Let it rip, bro. Let, let that burp rip. He, he held back a burp, ladies and gentlemen. I just want you to know that. But um, just getting getting right there to that that uh that uh that moment of 
one having a positive attitude and mindset and shit, and then starting to take care of our physical and shit. Well, you can't have like, like a healthy mind without the physical, right? They, it's like yin and yang. So, exactly. man, we were going in like fucking every week, and I destroyed my shoulder. I've complained about it numerous times on my show <laughs> now, so I won't go too far in depth but i'm your boy's hurting he is hurt i'm sad like i've 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 made jokes i've called him a bitch a couple times um that's what really hurts but uh (laughs) (laughs) but um no i mean like i understand bro like i mean i we we just watched a video of action bronson getting his shoulder fucking hammered with some shit i don't know shout out to that man because he's dropped 130 since march or some shit shout out to that man like I'm, I'm doing it big, you know, just building muscle. But my boy is actually like changing his fucking life, which that's that's the whole fucking thing. Yeah, you can fucking smoke weed. You can fuck. I mean, Action Bronson has a fucking show where he fucking smokes wax out of a fucking rig and talks about aliens. And he's he's you know, look at him now. So that's my fucking whole thing. But you can you can do that simultaneously. You can be on a couch, fucking with your boys. Smoking, talking about aliens and shit, and then you can get your ass up and fucking hit the gym, and you know just hit the bags or fucking stretch. You know, go do yoga with the fucking old ladies. They yeah. fart in there, but it's all good, man. You need it. Man. Hey, you know, most test, of the, most of the time, their perfume outweighs their fart. Exactly, so bro. you know, I mean, I mean, bro, your immune system only gets better if you test it. A little you know? lavender, a little flatulence. You know, you know? it'll make you better. In just just use your mouth. In the end, it'll make you better. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, the, the mask is good for that. Yeah. yeah. That, well, actually, so... Uh, You've been letting him rip. You've been letting him rip. You smell, the, you smell through the mask. <laughs> 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 Did my own science. science. It, was, it was for science, bro. It was, it was for research. Um, poop particles are actually smaller. The molecule, uh, the compound, is smaller than the COVID compound. So... Even in a N, was it N95 mask? Yeah. Your motherfucking fart is going to go through that bitch. That's why, I mean, if you're on the airplane and even, you know, recently, I ain't taken, I, you know, I have not been on no trips. I've actually only eaten out once He's, since, like, you lying. You lying. Nah, I swear, bro. For real? Yeah. Like, like in a restaurant, or was it like, like outside? Like you got your no, food no, 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 and sat no. like, out. Like inside a restaurant, it was one. <sighs> I'm still scared to do that. So props to you. Yeah, bro. Um, it was a very. It was like nobody was in there. Um, I was at the bar, and they were literally like cleaning the bar. Like, like they probably sprayed my food with like sanitizer because they were cleaning the shit like so rigorous. So I mean, I felt decently. Like you know, I you know, I'm not testing it, but. Um, well, you think you think you already had it, right? Like I remember you saying you were like super sick in like December or January. Oh, you want to go there, man? You want to get deep? Man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, deep, I mean, so, no, I'm just I, saying. I just, I've heard know. people say that they man, were sick in I early mean, December. You know what I'm saying? And then early you know? December, my boy said, um, "Shout out to uh, Bobby Bryant." I'm sure. I'm sure my boy uh, uh, listens to the the podcast, but. Uh, um, homie said he was, he was on a trip. I believe he was on a trip in Texas and he came back and was sick. And then that next week, like, uh, it was an HBCU, like somebody, somebody at an HBCU fucking, um, had it or no, 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 no. Yeah. So I think that week when he had it, 
somebody at a, a black college uh, came out and had it, and then somebody at like a big university in Texas had it. Um, literally in this within the same area. That yeah, I think they. Uh, I just read some article online. They said they were able to trace back patient patient zero. That's what they're calling this human patient zero. I mean, the first person in Wuhan to have it. You know, we don't have to go there. We don't got to go deep. I don't. I don't know too much about it, man. But all I know is these fucking who, who, these fucking non-believers are driving me fucking insane. Wait, who was the fucking person though? Um, it's a female in Wuhan. Her name's pa- you can look it up. It's Patience Zero. Um, you know <clears> but that's from? Th- that's is she from China. Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. they what I think it claimed that that she was went to the market or some shit and contracted ah, it there so, so and it, it spread it. That. I mean, that's just something I've read. I don't know if it, I mean this shit could be not true. I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore. That's just some that's true. something I read. Nate's going to be my Jamie right now and look some shit up. Uh, but I'm just I'm just sick of the non-believers. I ran into somebody that came into work the other day and was like I was like, "Hey, I got to I got to take your temperature. You got to have the mask on. I got to ask you if you have any of these symptoms and shit." And he was like, "Yeah, I'm good. I wish you didn't have to wear the mask cuz I don't really believe in it." And I'm like, "How?" How do you, dude, it's a virus. Whether or not you believe that it's as severe as what media portrays it, it's a fucking virus. Like, it's a real virus. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't see how people can, I mean, nigga, if somebody is telling you, you know, bro, so my thing is, the, the, the really funny part is, if somebody is telling you to do something because it's going to save your life, like, all right. You would do it, right? Or not even, not even going to save your life because you don't even have to give a fuck about your life. But if they're telling you you're going to save the person next to you, at least just to be respectful, fuck, fuck your own beliefs, like you would do it. We as a society accept putting on our fucking seatbelt every fucking time we get in a car or we might get ticketed because it's supposedly going to save our own life or can save someone else's life because our body becomes a projectile if we get into a car crash and you know we might you know plow somebody else while we're flying through the fucking air so we are to- we're told fucking every day you know click your fucking ticket and we fucking deal with this shit now because you got to stick a fucking mask on your fucking face this is your big like fight fuck you i wear two of them bitches Fuck, like, just fuck you if, if if you really want to choose this one to be your fight to society. Like, I wear dude, two of them. There's so many other things you could be fighting. I wear about. two, and when I fart, I can still smell it. Through. Bro, I'm telling you, bro, those poop <laughs> particles, man. That's fucking rip, bro. So, one, when you smell a fart, it's, it's poop. It's little poop flying through the fucking air, and those poop particles are tiny, bro. Dude, in the morning, it smells way worse. Man, thank God you don't take protein anymore, bro, because I smell your protein. I want to know how much like security footage they have of me at work just like lean <laughs> like lifting my butt up a little bit to fart like you know when you lift up off the seat a little bit because in the morning it's wild especially after that coffee son it's it's funny when you fart in a place and you're like all right cool nobody's around me like you've been you you knew you've known you've got a fart and you're like all right cool you let it out and then, like, damn near. Somebody, two somebody, seconds. somebody's like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, can I? Can you help me with something?" Yeah. And somebody comes 
right into that fucking vicinity, bro. I do it plenty of times at work, and I wait, and I just make eye contact with them. <laughs> Strong. See, see, this is this is why you are the one man nobody can fucking stand because you don't. You don't. Somebody said I look lovable. Somebody said I look lovable. Hey, so. But uh, you don't give a fuck. What, I mean. I mean, I do. Do they know you? Have they been around you? No, probably see, not. See, that's why. That's why. <laughs> that's fucking why. You guys, man. See, I've been in the gym with you. See, and that's the morning. And, and those are usually the morning farts. My, my God. Like, he drinks coffee coming into the gym. Come that's on, pre-workout man. right Come there, bro. On, bro. That's, that's <laughs> a natural pre-workout, man. That uh, caffeine man. is a stimulant and a digestive helper (laughs) yo so i've talked about early in the in the earlier episodes you know five episodes ago you know yeah we're still in the early we're still in the early stages but this shit is growing look man i I said i was gonna legit now legit all i need is a fucking logo and some cameras and the video's coming the video's coming um but no, I talked about how fucking we, you know, we were already we were already established friends through cannabis. And then it was like it was like maybe uh maybe like one summer or something we hadn't like uh uh spoken or I don't know. I come over to the crib and I'm like, "Yo, man, Yo, I started rapping, son. And you were and you were like you were like, "Yo, I rap too." And then our our friendship grew even higher, no pun intended. I I yeah, no, nah, it was it was I mean, it was it was even funnier because I think you started freestyling with Mike again, our our fucking <laughs> white hype. Our yeah, bro, the, the like, white the, the whitest hype. hype. The white fucking hype. Um, and it's even funnier because I kind of already knew that Mike started rapping because the whole reason that I started getting into, um, actually voicing the poetry that I was already previously writing, um, my boy Xavier hit me up because he had a song he wanted me to get on. And Xavier is also a mutual friend of Mike, AKA white hype. Uh, one one part of white hype, uh, but, I, <laughs> but uh, he he I knew he was he was going over there around the times that uh, I was going over there to like get ready to record and shit, and uh, just listen to the beat and shit. So it's funny we all kind of came to that point all together as a as a mutual friend group. So it was it was nice, you know. It was, it was nice. And I know? I'll never forget the time where. I brought the mic over and it was, we had the mic in the corner and like, dude, I had a jar that looked probably like this full of weed. And I remember putting it yes, on the sir. table and then going, we can just smoke. We, smoke all of we can just smoke <laughs> as much of this as we want to. And we proceeded. I think we got like halfway through. Believe, we didn't get through that much. I, yeah, no, 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 but I believe we smoked like half of a jar of a ball jar. And I don't, I don't know if you're a pothead like the boys over here. What are they? Uh, eight quarts? Is that what? So. I don't even know what that that I says. Three hundred. I don't know what that means. Uh, twenty. Yeah, no, nah, it's eight quarters. Nope, twenty-four. Um, I don't know. Twenty-five. 20. I, 
That's a big ass jar, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, it's a big ass jar. It's three cups. And uh, I've actually talked about the wraps um, on on the show, and people have actually fucking went and looked looked it up. So people have heard tracks I still have out on SoundCloud out there. Uh, I mean, I think don't you? You still got something? There's some shit with you. There's some shit with you on there. Cause I, I, I think I fucking liked it. Oh, yeah, it's on my fucking SoundCloud. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, and I, I got a bunch of shit. I actually got, man. I'm even, I'm even more mad because um, I never fucking told you, but I, I lost my fucking my other fucking thumb drive that I had, like my new shit on. What? See, and that's what I was gonna get to. He's like, you have. I got, I got some stuff in emails and shit. I just haven't gotten around. So I I knew you had recorded some new shit, and I know it sounds fucking good. Yeah. um, And I know you're a man of artisan, so like, obviously, we're at a point now where we don't want to put out like low quality shit. It's it's not even that. Um, I'll be real. I got fucking. Uh, I don't want to say I got beef in the street, but, um, um, shit just, shit just kind of went down fucking sour with some, uh, some, some, uh, people that I, uh, that I had some love for and they were the ones that I was choosing to do, um, a lot of my work with because even though, you know, a lot of people say don't, don't work with the, you know, your, your, your loved ones. Um, I like to work that way, and I do believe it is most beneficial to work that way. Um, it's fucked up when ego gets mixed into it. Um, that's the only thing I, I can fucking say got mixed up because I don't even fucking know honestly. Like, it's, it's well, they said that's that's, that's what happens like, to like most bands, bro. When you yeah, got multi, yeah, you got multiple yeah. opinions, you got yeah. multiple people that have their own agendas, and yeah. like everybody, yeah. everybody wants to get the work right. Like everybody yeah. wants to get somewhere and it's hard to keep the same collective idea like going forward especially if you're not even getting paid like you literally have to be doing it for the love of it like nobody's paying me to do this shit i spent money out of pocket to get this shit for myself and you know just because it's something i want to do so i was like fuck it i'm it's my passion to just talk so if I can put other people on like yourself and have let them have a voice, fuck it. Like that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, and that's a, I mean that's how it should be. Your passion should be the fucking drive. And honestly, I don't even I don't even think it was it had anything to do with that shit. It just um like when your own shit gets in the fucking way, and that's that's what I mean about ego. Not even like you wanting to you wanting to be the fucking head or you getting, you know, the most praise about it. Like I don't even fucking think in this situation it was that. But when you let your own shit get in the fucking way of yourself, that's when like shit just get fucked up. So like artist artistry wise or hell, whether whether you're fucking doing, you know, business stuff or doing side projects at fucking work. Like, don't bring your own fucking, you know, shit inside of that. And that's where I think, like, my problems got into it. And that's why I'm not even going to advocate don't work with your friends or don't work with your loved ones. I still believe that you should. Anybody listening to this, don't fucking believe that shit. Like, I think you can get away with fucking putting your loved ones in your business and you both benefiting from it. 
Uh, but shit just gotta be real. Shit just has to be like laid out right there, like on the fucking carpet. And just like when you walk, like when you walk into, um, I mean, a special place with like special flooring, you're not gonna fucking put your dirty feet on it. Like you're gonna fucking take your shoes off and fucking like walk in with your fucking socks or, or whatever. Like you're not gonna bring in shit from outside is what I'm saying. Um, like you're going to take care of that shit. And that's, that's how like any, anything, any endeavor you're going on needs to be like, don't bring the, anything from outside in. So you trash that shit. That shit like it's, it's you putting your name on stuff. I think and, a lot of people get distracted by like whatever they got going on in their head or whatever past trauma they've been through that is like interrupting the now, you know, it's always something that happened in the past that comes up in the now, or you're living like two ahead and you got to like rewind and come back to now. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've been a person with that kind of shit. I've talked about it, like going through it. Like when I moved back from New York, feeling like I've been like, like, fuck, man, I, I, I was there doing comedy, and now I can't do it here. And, I mean, I spent yeah. a fucking whole year not not yeah. doing shit about what I love. Shit, that was actually something I appreciated that you uh, did with your own space. Like, you, you started talking about your own, like, stuff that you dealt with, some dark stuff from your, your past that you dealt with. And it's commendable for you to bring it up because most people, like, shield away their own shit. That's that's something that everybody struggles with. But in that own sense, yes, everybody struggles with shit. Everybody has their own fucking stuff that they're that they're dealing with. And that's why it's 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 funny to me, at least because in my own situations, dealing with my own personal self, um, a lot of it's funny. My kids say I'm intimidating and I tell them, well, you know me, um, you know who I am. You know, I joke a lot and shit. And yeah, I might be getting on you, but you know me. So treat me as, you know, as the way I am. And a lot of people fucking say I'm intimidating. Or not even a lot of people say I'm intimidating. I've heard that I'm intimidating. You got a strong people. personality. Um, but <laughs> it's it's weird to me that people know who I am and know how I am and shit. And choose to still be the way that they are. And that's that's for everybody. I know I know everybody goes through shit and they're like, yo, I can't believe this fucking person did that shit to me. Trust me, they didn't do that shit to you. They did that shit to themselves. But at least in endeavors when it comes to like what you have with someone else, just know the other joint person is going to take it as, oh, you did that shit, or they're going to take it as, you know, it's aimed towards them. So what I'm saying is just throw that shit out in the fucking open and keep that shit open. So that shit, like whatever you got going on doesn't get fucked up. The best thing to do is like, especially if you're working with people, like talk, communicate it, man. Communicate it like whatever. Especially with the homies, man. Yeah. yeah. Communicate it. Like throw it on the table and, you know, especially if you're there to get some shit done. Like I've learned it best with like, I've definitely got my share of things that I've fucked up and probably burned bridges even here in Tampa. But like I accept it and then I don't let that shit affect anything that I'm pursuing like now. Yeah. Again, that's something that you deal with in the past. Like I remember 
I got a sweet gig for a comedy club and I let anxiety fucking throw that away when I could be, you know, utilizing that now. But, you know, people go through shit differently and it's something you have to learn to accept. And I think that's a lot of people that go through shit. They don't know how to accept it. And, you know, allowing shit to be let go, like you're allowed, people feel like they have to hold on to like trauma or, you know, shit that's bothering them. They feel like it's almost physical. Like this is, this is my trauma, this can, and I'm going to fucking hold on to it until, you know. We're back and I don't know what happened, but, uh, my shit stopped recording. (laughs) I don't know how long ago, but I was in the middle of talking about crushing this can. My metaphor was crushing this can and your problems seeping out of your fingertips and people holding uh, holding their issues um, like a physical item. And, you know, my, I think I think I said something like let that shit go. Uh, but I don't remember now because well, that was like 30 minutes ago. But we can just, uh, I'm taking a smoke break now because I'm stressed. And this is why, <laughs> this is why I need an engineer. Because I'm trying to do the show and engineer and produce and fucking, I'm doing it all here. Yeah, thank God I I, I was actually uh, the one that kind of caught um, uh, the recording kind of cut. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> um, I think that's that's one of the issues of recording off the phone. Like, it's great and it. Uh, yeah, we don't even know the issue. Comes in handy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know at all, but like, it's hard to keep track off of the phone. Whereas, like, if it was plugged into a computer, who knows? Maybe it never would have shut off. But we're here. We're queer, and you, you missed a whole shitload of stereotypical jokes that we were going oh, in on. Man. And yeah, yeah. Now we're here. I don't even know where to go from here. I've like hey, lost man. all hope. Say it, man. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> so will we ever get to hear new music from the natural? I'm fucking hoping actually, because I was I was really just uh, yo, it's so funny, man. I go through uh spurts. I go through spurts where I feel like I'm um. Going through just different, different growths. Like, I actually feel myself, like, evolving now. And I don't know if it's just, just from, um, uh, me getting, me getting used to myself or, or whatever, but, um, um, like, I always feel like I need to get back to music whenever I feel like that. Um, and I definitely, fuck, man, I've been itching to get back in the booth. Um... Music has has been taking a great turn. I feel like I always knew that we were gonna get get back to like wanting lyricism, and um, and I'm just I'm happy to see that even in mainstream, like everybody's choosing to want to hear fucking lyrics on fucking. Speaking like, of Eminem, Eminem just dropped some new shit again. Words. Yeah, he dropped a part a part B to music to get murdered by. Kid Cuddy's new joint is fucking. Yeah, man. I'm 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 guessing he uh he wanted to get in because uh, Royce 
Royce uh, got nominated and shit. Royce's fucking album. That is whole album beautiful. is crazy, dude. Um, so poetic. If you have not heard, if you have not heard all the nominated uh, Grammy albums, fucking um, Freddie Gibbs. I can't please, get enough of his shit. Please go listen to them shits, all of them. Um, Jay, even even Jay's shit. I, a lot of people like talk shit about Jay's shit. Um, it turned out it, it turned out a compilation album, kind of like uh, Kanye's and, and Jay Z's album. But I like Jay Electronica's album. Oh yeah, um, you were telling me about it. I didn't. The fucking Soldier Slim is like, yo. I've seen people. I've literally seen people on the internet say they they played that album once, Bruh, Ghost of Soldier Slim. Like, I might need niggas to play that shit at my fucking like funeral, bro. Like, <laughs> the, but, yo, that shit is so fucking hard, bro. I have to is, listen to it then. If you claim to want to hear oh, it, as soon as we get out in your here, eternal bro, sleep, uh, we're going. To, I'm gonna force you to eat a fucking fifty milligram cap. I'm not going to. And uh, I'm gonna let y'all know now. It's not happening. Bro, he, it's not happening. I'm the lightest. I'm the lightest of weights. I'm the lightest. Spike anything you. You're gonna take me to the hospital with this shit, (laughs) dude. These are fucking weed pills. I eat. I eat like 200 milligrams. Yeah, but you're also like a fucking non-human being, (laughs) fucking alien out here. Nah, I honestly think I can eat uh, 500 milligrams and be. not be alright. Like I might be. I might be. Well, you always said that edibles like they, yeah. didn't don't affect you. Anybody that has a fast metabolism, man, I fucking I'm there with you. That's not true because I had a fucking I nearly died. Well, then I don't fucking get it then. But what, you what's also wrong with me, then? I don't know. You're not human. Nah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be a fast metabolism. Like I I must metabolize it. Way yeah, you might you might yeah it. metabolize it differently. I don't know. But I, no shit, no shit you, ate 200 milligrams and had to smoke and was like, all right, yeah, I'm high. And then just, you know, slept good. When was the last time you took a tolerance break, though? Because I talk to people about this all the time that claim, like, even the good shit doesn't get me high. I'm like, man, you've been smoking since 72, since 1972. I right now, bro. Like, I can, bro, like, I don't. I don't like putting out weed and I put out weed because I don't want to get too high like speaking. But like smoking wise, bruh, 30% weed is too much. Like Way that too, that's is, too much that for shit me. Is good. It's good, but that shit is like god damn. I've been bruh, chilling at the like, I've been I, chilling I've at the 1520 range. Bro, I've smoked some wild ass shit. Like I've smoked wild ass. Weed I believe before. you. And I'm cool with some nice OG that's, you know, just very, you know, very nice, well, you know, upkept while it was grown and manicured when it was clipped. I'm good with that shit. Like that 30%, man, I want some shit that's over above 30. Like, no, I'm sure. I can't do that anymore, man. Like, Maybe when I was younger. Nice wax, give me some, uh, but even the wax though, that shit's like what ninety percent pure. Well, no, nah, you'll find some like you. Mostly, it's usually like seventy eighty. Um, Yo, my dog is so chill in your arms right now. Yeah, man, she loves me. I got a good vibe. She I loves. Mean, I got a good vibe. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that helps, but she also loves anyone that's gonna hold her. True. I mean, she's she's a little like. 
she's a little thing, man. I could imagine. I could see her smelling the air too. She's like, <laughs> I would imagine she feels safe. What's that good stuff? Anybody, and I'm, you know, I'm a big guy. She probably feels very safe. <laughs> I'm, white, like I'm wearing white right now. Like she probably feels like she camouflages a little bit. Like she had some diarrhea last night, so I don't know if she's feeling good. Um, no, nah, she's good. She's clean. <laughs> <laughs> we cleaned her. You sure? Yeah, I okay. I woke up at like right. three in the morning, and Caitlin was like, she had this like sour look on her face. I was like, you mind if I turn the TV down? But like, what's wrong? <laughs> she was like. I just had to clean up diarrhea from beans. It took so long. Yeah. And then she she shit again this morning before I went to work. Damn. Yeah. So I don't. She's all right though. There's no there's no blood in there. You know what I'm saying? She, she probably got a crumb on the floor or something. Word. I don't know. I don't know what dogs go through. Is she, she can't eat like, so like. Dogs are not supposed to eat human food. They're not. And I do Let my best say to this. not give her anything. Let me say this blatantly. Dogs are not. Because motherfuckers be like... No, I mean, man. you can. But, like, is it fucking rice and chicken? But but that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Not fucking pizza crust will, and, like, some chips? That's what I mean. Motherfuckers will feed them what the fuck ever. And fucking Michael and got her addicted to chips, man. She, like... Never, dude, I didn't feed her people food at all. But when me and Michael were living together and Caitlin went to New York and I was taking care of her, they were fucking feeding her Cheetos and shit. And she loves chips now. Like, if you're eating a bag of chips, she'll just sit there and stare at you. Yeah, so they, they it's learned behavior, man. They will learn that shit. But, um, and it yeah, tastes no, good. Of course, they're going to want more. Yeah, don't do that shit. Um, but nah, I don't think but, she had any like people food. I don't know how she got diarrhea. Yeah. Um, she's just so fucking cute. Thank you. Yeah, Why are you looking she's at me? She's one of those purse dogs, dude. And I don't even care. I almost killed that dog, so we had to buy her. <laughs> we saved her. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What? You don't you know almost, this story? You almost killed her? Yeah, so I when... she almost stepped on her and almost killed her. What nah, man. So... She, she knows, too. She, like, stood up, bro. So, she, uh... What happened, Bean? You got trauma? So, when we were looking for another dog, when we were shopping around, we ended up at this pet store, you know. I know we're not supposed to buy fucking puppies from pet stores, but, like, we ended up at this puppy store, and I... I'm a, I'm a, I want all the Shih Tzus. Like, ever since what Caitlin and I got together, she had Chip, and, like, I fucking love Chip. And for sure, for sure. Chip it, is a good guy. It just made me love, like, the breed because they're, they're all so, they're so cuddly and, like, sweet and, like, very rarely mean. Um, so when we went to look at her, we didn't know she was there. We went into the pet store, and they had – I think they had – they had two Shih Tzus, I think. Maybe not. Maybe one. But they let us play with her. And I think when I was putting her back in the cage, it you know, the cages that open up top? Yeah. Like, yeah. when I was closing the top of the cage, I don't think I clipped it all the way. And the fucking top of the cage, like, smacked her in the head. And oh, shit. She yelped, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I'm, Did I she stopped moving too. Nah, oh, okay. she was alive, okay. 
and I didn't put her down after that. <laughs> and I looked at Caitlin and I was like, we can't leave without this dog. <laughs> I damaged this dog and I have to take responsibility of it. So at least you have a heart, you know, that, that means, you know, Devin, Devin has a heart. I know? felt fucking terrible, dude. He, he gave the dog brain damage, but at least he gave it a nice. She's dog. off. She's not right all. After. She's not. All the way there, I don't think. But how old, how old was she when? when dude, that a few months. Oh, oh, I'm a, whenever they're old enough to be sold, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she probably had like a. a she's of a, a she's skull. two and a half now, but I mean, she's all right. She knows who I am. She knows who I. She's just staring at me across the table. Um, I'm still so lost with the conversation. I don't yeah, even know. Um, like, I don't even know where to go, we could, dude. Uh, we, no, we're not getting on the table. We could. Uh, I had shit that I wanted to ask you. Just, are, just put her are down. Are you still? Uh, are you? I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Throw, throw them at me, man. I'm trying to remember them. That's the fucking oh, problem. Okay. And, uh, I, and then I smoked the joint, and now I'm like, oh, okay. So like, see, joint what, powers. Joint powers. What? We, we go as fellow connoisseur connoisseur has its own like genre when it comes to like entertainment whether it be movies music like what is your go-to like stoner flick stoner tune Mm. stoner Mm. you know food Mm. there's like there's like three of them there's stoner music that you listen to after smoking Stoner movies that you watch at the end of the night smoking. Stoner food you fucking eat after you smoke. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. like, what are your go-tos? Um, so, I pride myself on being a connoisseur of, of many things, actually. Um, Come here. Um, man of many interests. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, um... I'm definitely a, a moody person when it comes to all three of those things. Um, so I'll at least give you a broad general answer that kind of covers it. Um, we all know being a stoner and listening to music, uh, it's, it, I mean, it goes hand in hand. Um, I love rap. I grew up listening to rap. I listen to all different types of shit. No lie. Um, I listen to fucking, uh, Vivaldi and fucking Mozart. And as much as I listen to fucking, uh, fucking Black Sabbath and fucking, um, like I fucking love Inner Sandman as much as I fucking love, uh, like, I mean, I can, I can go, I can, I can go through shit. I got a spectrum. I'm, I'm a broad person. Um. But grew up on rap, love rap, listen, listening to it while I'm smoking, that's usually me. Um, if you are like me and listen to rap and you smoke weed, if you do not listen to currency, like I don't understand what you're doing with life. Um, Wiz is, yeah, right there, but I mean, obviously he, he, he you know, spent some time in New Orleans got some flavor from the man um 
a lot of people how have. how fly one is such a good i mean bro mixtape that shit is a masterpiece bro like still to this day is shitting on people's projects um but currency is definitely like something that I, I I uphold to listening to while I'm fucking smoking or just um hell wanting to smoke. I could be fucking doing some bullshit for somebody, you know, out of the goodness of my heart, but wanting to be fucking stoned out of my mind and I might have on my headphones listening to fucking currency. Like envisioning myself fucking smoking weed and being like to go to the next point at a restaurant about to order one of my favorite things. Uh, so to also kind of hit another point, no, um, No, Harold and Kumar is not going to be my answer, but going to White Castle is one of the best ideas, and it is a great movie also, but the fucking burger. like The burger is like a go-to staple, it's man. It's a fucking staple when you're fucking high. I've actually been making them. And, like, I, I just, I fucking love burgers because I'm a sandwich man. Uh, this is why I love pizza. Pizza is also another answer that I was thinking of. But I think burgers have has my heart right now just because I've been I've been fucking up. I've been making smash burgers at home and they fucking come out good. I got some jerk sauce. On the on the brioche bun. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The fucking cheddar. Damn. Fire. Doing, I don't we'll have make a, like I, a sriracha mayo aioli kind of situation, you know what I'm saying? Your your bread does make make a big difference. I have not had a brioche to make make a burger with. Dude. So. Publix, man. Publix in the bakery. Publix, I don't, man, that's like, that's, I mean, I don't know what, like, I don't know what they have up north or out west or, but like. They got some shit, man. They got shit. They got shit. Uh, I was shopping at Whole Foods when I was in New York, so I don't know. I mean. So, upstate, you probably got some shit, but, like, New York, yeah, New York ain't got no shit. I mean, they do. You just got to find a fucking bakery. I was just about to say, you got some shit that's the equivalent of a bodega. The only reason why I'm saying that shit is because I'm from Florida, nigga. I don't know what the fuck you call that shit. It's a bodega. um, you probably got... It's like, a corner store. The bodega is like the corner store. No, no, no. Well, you probably got um, um, like a mom and pop baker that has their shit in a fucking bodega. See, and, and you have different cultures making their type of bakery. That's what I'm saying, too. Might have their own storefront. So that shit, I don't know what to call it. I'm sure y'all got a fucking name for it because y'all got a fucking name for fucking everything. Y'all got a fucking name for taking a shit and slapping somebody with it. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure y'all got a name for that <laughs> shit. But, um, like, the bread, your, your, the your bread, bread has a your lot. Bread, fucking, because when it comes to a burger, your fucking texture, texture is a big fucking huge. Fucking That's part. the biggest thing with meat, though. Like if you're making a burger, like you don't want. Too much fat or too much like exactly. muscle. Exactly. And that's why if you're eating a proper burger, 
you're going to know it's like 80-20. fucking burger. Not no fucking McDouble eating ass, bitch. Not that shit. Not that shit. Grass-fed. Not that shit. Kobe. Wagyu. <clears throat> Bison. Not, not that shit. <laughs> Bruh, if she eat McDoubles, she better fucking brush her teeth before she suck your dick. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Let's hit it over Yo, so, uh, no, what's your go-to, like, stoner For flick? Sure. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, because, so, like, stoner I have an eclectic stoner of flick. shit. Um, stoner flick. So, let me, let me, all right. Um, there's so many, right? Stoner flick is hard because just like I said, I'm so fucking moody. There's so fucking many. And then I'm also um, a funny high person. So, I don't know. There's there's some movies that might not be stoner movies that I consider stoner movies. Um, but... Are Damn. you are you the type that could smoke weed and go watch like not a funny movie, and be able to sit through the whole yeah. like well, no, I'm a, intensity I'm a, of it? I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna I'm continue to smoke because um, it's going to raise my blood pressure. I'm going to feel like I'm there with him. Um, hopefully, it's one of those movies where he doesn't fuck up and he prevails because I'm gonna be feeling like I'm there, you know, in his ear, being like, "Yo." Psh- Take the elevator. Don't go, don't go that way. Like a, like a um, John Wick or some yeah, shit. Like, you know, like, like I want to be there with him. I fucked myself up the other day. No, that was probably a while ago. But like I got stoned and watched this documentary about the Iceman. Do you know about the Iceman? Yeah, I know about the Iceman. Bro, I, I love gangster ass shit. Bro, bro this man. Yeah, but shit. like this. It was. I was so scared. But not even really because, like, you know me, like, through at the beginning of the quarantine, uh, like, at the beginning of the quarantine, I got, like, hip to, like, mob shit. And, like, yeah, I started yeah. doing a whole bunch of reading and I got books about the mafia and different. I hope you bring that subject to your podcast also. I haven't gotten there yet, man. Hey, man. I mean, I'm, I'm one we can definitely do. Actually, I got to connect to somebody who does Ebor tours and knows, like, right. the history of Ebor. So, like, I've been thinking about getting. So there, I mean, there's, there's, been, there's some shit in the work. Yeah, I'm the I'm the manager, producer, engineer. No, 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 bro, I'm here with I'm host. Here for you. I'm, here. <laughs> I'm here for you, bro. I got you. Put me, um, put me on the production. But now I was watching the documentary of the Iceman after I smoked, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And this man, it, like, he wasn't killing out of joy or anything. like it was yeah, a job. No, it was a job. He was no just emotion. no emotion, bro. Like he fucking except I mean. He in the interview, like there's parts where he starts breaking. And he's like, he's like, man, this shit could get me killed. You got the Iceman crying on camera and shit. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, because he's talking about his family. He's talking about because like the craziest thing about it is like he was a normal family man. He would just leave, and that was his work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his whole family had no idea that he was this person, and like was fucking out there doing hits for the mafia and shit. And not even one specific mafia. Like, my man was with the Genovese and uh, the fucking Lucianos and fucking all around the map. 
Damn, so he played played different sides and shit. Yeah, he wasn't working for just one. Like, he would do hit, hits for, quote-unquote, the mobs. Shit, my man was freelance. Yeah. I mean, um, that's how you make the most money, see, right? And, and, that's, and that's the funny thing, too, man. With me, I love fucking mob shit. I grew up, I, like, like I said, I mean, we grew up in Tampa. Um, Tampa has a prestigious history with mob shit. Um, that... I again fell in fell in love with at a young age and just the whole prestige of it, the whole embodiment of uh like the characteristics of a mob family is just so I mean, it's trivial, but how could you not I mean it's trust ingrained to blood. Exactly. And, how could you not you know? love it? But um um like I I indeed include Goodfellas as a stoner film because like dude that scene so many so many scorsese films sometimes have some sketchy ass fucking scenes where well there's funny ass shit there's funny ass shit in his his movies exactly like it it, it might not make sense but like you know like it gets it, it gets the point across and that's why i like he take i like that that he takes those those directions. Dude, that scene where they're at his mom's and they're eating dinner with a fucking body in the trunk. Like, I'll never not laugh at that, yeah, scene. I love that scene. And it's like... That scene is beautiful. I know, man. That scene is beautiful. So, like, um, my go-to stoner movie would be, like, Pineapple Express or, like, Half-Baked. Like, I would, like... Now that I thought about it... Like, a stereotypical thought, stoner I film. Was, I thought it was Half-Baked because I feel like Half-Baked is... is is like kind of the king of stoner films. Um, it was early on. Um, I feel like out of the stoner film genre, you got a lot of shit from like early two thousands that kind of takes takes the cake with shit. Uh, Friday was nineteen ninety nine. That's believe. true. Um, but Half Baked was before. Half Baked was ninety nine, I think, or ninety seven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I believe it's it's before everything we pretty much put. In like that category, besides Cheech like, and Chong, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Other than the fucking classics of like when smoking became a fucking thing, um, but we also got to remember Grandma's Boy. It's true because the Happy Madison film that wouldn't have been the film. Bro. I listened to a podcast recently with Nick Swartzen. And that movie wouldn't be the movie that it is today if they wouldn't have got him. Because he, yeah, he yeah. rewrote it. Yeah, I know. They I gave know. him the script and he, like, punched it up to make it, like, a lot more funnier. Yeah, a lot more funnier. A lot, like, he actually gave it the punchlines that it did have. And I'm just glad that they took the process that they did to write it. I'm glad that they fucking took the time that, that like, they did with it. Every actor played the perfect role. That was um, a good movie. Um, Even Rob Schneider's role at the seemed, beginning. It seemed low budget, but... Oh, it, it definitely was. But they also had, like, like the car from Too Fast, Too Fucking Furious. So, I don't know how low budget this They also had... Was. I, I love Raymond's fucking mom. <laughs> bro, like, how much, how much like, were they paying I her? I don't fucking know how low budget this film was. But, like, I, bro, everything about it, every like, every inch of Grandma's Boy was done so fucking well. And then I happened to stumble across it. Like, I, I never knew about the film 
and then stumbled across it at a young ass age. I don't think I knew about it. I was showed it. Like it was it was showed to me by an older person that knew I smoked. They didn't smoke. They knew I was high as fucking wanted me <laughs> You to were going to love this. Bro, like like yeah, that that's that might be I haven't seen it in a while. So I haven't either. That's a I'm glad you brought that up. But I'm also like I'll watch shit that has nothing to do with weed that's just funny like I fucking love Brooklyn Nine-Nine or like uh fucking The Office I like we'll never not reference that show to each other. <laughs> yeah, that's that's another one of those we have conversations in in literal references. Yeah, man. So like I can smoke and watch anything, but sometimes there's movies that aren't funny or something that'll catch me and I'll like hear my heart rate and I'll be like, I don't know if I can, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this shit, man. I definitely have those, but I fucking, I, I, I enjoy the feeling. I embrace it. That's true. It keeps you in the moment. And I go, yeah, I just go with it. Sometimes I start sweating and I'm like, I hope nobody's looking at me, but See, but it's just going through it, you know? My thing is too is like would that feeling be there if you, even if you wouldn't have smoked and you're watching something intense that I don't think so. You don't think so? I feel like even a little I bit. I feel like it's there, but it's not it's, it's not, you're not aware of it. Yeah, it's not as it's not as like as um as as profound in your presence. Like I feel like It does I something like, to your nerves, right? Like, like it makes you your nerve like you feel your nerves more i don't yeah. know what i'm saying i'm not a scientist no, no, it does it does actually <laughs> um um it 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 blocks your so it has thc receptors you're like you your cannabinoid system yeah like you as an individual you have cannabinoid receptors where or thc receptors um and the thc also blocks other things so when uh, you're going through that reaction, you are going to, like, that's why you, you have the high feeling. Uh, that's why, like, you, you go numb to wanting to stop yourself from eating because it's blocking that part of your brain to tell you to stop. And you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to continue eating because I'm hungry. And then, oh, shit, I'm full as fuck. And then out comes a plate of spaghetti of your whole mouth, right? It sounds like you're speaking from experience. I am. I, am. I, I have. I, I, the only time I have ever thrown up from smoking weed was not from actually smoking, but it actually working and me being too stoned to tell that I was full. And I ate too much spaghetti at my friend's mom's house. And it's always spaghetti, man. Proceeded to throw up in his mom's bathroom. And spaghetti's so easy to eat, like too much of, and then by the time you feel it, it's too late. You've already like had two bowls, and you're like, you know, fucking Parmesan cheese on top. And when it's coming up, you can't stop it. Like it's it's lumps. Did it come it's up in whole noodles? Um, not necessarily. Um. Um, the first chunks did, and then it just started coming up in red. God, I bet it burned because tomato sauce is acidic. And it didn't look good because it was just red. They thought you were, you thought you were dying. Yeah. You were high I and mean, you're like throwing up. His, his family's like super Cuban too. So <laughs> I, I believe they probably thought I was Satan. 
<laughs> they got they, they, they got the sage they, over you they, as you're throwing up. They they probably started praying to um Oh mijo uh, mijo extra you know extra strength Jesus you know to to take care of whatever Dude pot, pasta is not fun to throw up. I remember one night, you know, it was Friday. We had Blockbuster and my mom was took us to Blockbuster. We were going to rent we were going to rent some shit. It was going to be a good Friday night on fucking VHS. And I remember earlier that day eating fucking beefaroni. Like the macaroni, like yeah. beef sauce. Yes, sir. And I remember we I don't know what aisle we were walking down. It was I think it was like the new the new release aisle. And uh, on the carpet, and the beefaroni came up whole. Like it did. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't like multiple. Bro, oh fuck! Like oh. it was like it. It wasn't like yeah. It was just like one <laughs> uh, out came beefaroni, a whole bowl. It wasn't like uh, uh, like sometimes you keep going. Like it was just uh, one and done. One and done. Beefaroni. And it, it was like the whole bowl of the beefaroni came out. And like, my mom, I remember my mom, gra- we didn't even rent shit, bro. My mom just grabbed me and like pulled me along and just left it there. Like, my mom's a G for this. She just left it. I don't, you know, fuck it. Yo, that's so fucking. That was our neighborhood blockbuster. We weren't trying to get caught. <laughs> Although they had like security cameras, they probably saw us do it. I mean, they probably they probably weren't recording. Um, that's funny. That's damn. That's a classic story, man. That is a classic story. Blockbuster. Blockbuster ain't even right, yeah, man. It's a landmark story. It's crazy how different the internet has changed, like everything, bro. Like music, movies, like. Well, I mean, Blockbuster in in their story, it was their own fault. Right, because Netflix wanted the de- they didn't deal with Netflix. Yeah, they they were supposed to buy out Netflix and never did. And Netflix, you know, chugging along and figured out a way to take them on. Netflix is like six hundred dollars a share on the stock market. Bruh, Netflix reports your payment to credit suppliers, so it can beat your credit. Netflix if you is guys is. Don't know that. Netflix is some G's. For one, they took off the Chappelle show for Dave. Like, and for another, like, you can go anywhere and fucking watch shit now. Granted, I'm 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 angered about The Office, but I'll deal with it because I'll buy the physical shit. But there's so much shit on there. Like the way movies are streamed now. Now on HBO Max, they have movies just going straight to the platform. Rather than the movie theater. I mean, granted, the fucking movie theaters are closed and shit, but. But still, though, uh, I mean, a lot of people are doing that shit. Now that Disney kind of pulled their shit, too, they're they're able to kind of bring, excuse me, bring movies to uh, straight to their, their, um, their streaming service and shit. Um, Disney. It's it's a weird, it is a weird world now, man. Like. I, I dislike it and and I I you know have to I don't know if I'd say I like it also. Um I mean it's interest fascinating to see. But I mean it's just fucked up. It's bro, I literally was listening to music 
And you know me, I ain't paying for that shit. So commercials came. And motherfucking commercial talking about BET Plus. Bro, who the fuck is paying for BET Plus? Like, Bro, somebody, the, somebody's out here supporting BET. Who the fuck is paying for BET Plus? Like, like, and I know, I know they aimed for me, you know, that commercial because I'm black and shit. I was listening to rap and whatnot, so they, you know, BET Plus commercial. But here we are. This is where we are. Where everybody's pulling their fucking shows from just playing on fucking TV or wherever else it was. Everything's from. going to stream. And these motherfuckers are forcing you to pay twelve ninety nine or seven ninety nine or whatever the fuck they're charging you, five ninety nine. I don't give a fuck. Whatever the fuck it is. They're charging you to pay for that shit for their own. So it's pretty much like if cable service charged you per channel. Yeah, that's crazy. If every channel is going to get to that point. That's where we're at now. Like, that's where we're living. Well, so, like, it's going to end up being, like, so many channels are owned by so many different things. Like, MTV, Comedy Central, like, these are all Viacom, like they're all going to have specific contracts to specific streaming platforms and so on. Like every channel is owned by another company that's going to make contracts for these streaming sites. And it's, I mean, that's where we're at. We're the old people now that are like, back in my day, we had a VHS player. Dad, what's I mean, a but, VHS? But, but legit, like back, like back in our day was the start of everything. So, like... I mean, we saw the DVD. Like, throughout our lifetimes, we're going to be the ones to see everything. Because we've seen what it was before you had it. And we're the ones to usher it in and progress through You remember the DVD? When when the DVD first came out, like, I remember like we, we got the we DVD player. <laughs> we we got the DVD player and... We still had a big ass TV with the TV box in the back and it was like made out of like oak wood and it sat on the floor. Bro, some motherfuckers had the TVs with the, with the fucking, with the, uh, with the fucking knob. Oh yeah. There was a knob on it and you, you, I want, I want you being 44. You can't you can't watch TV when your parents are asleep because you when you change I mean if you do you got to keep it on the same channel. That's how we all saw that girls gone wild fucking infomercial. Yo, for real. For <laughs> 3 a.m. wake you up. <laughs> Yo, you got a fucking titty. But nah, I remember the DVD player we got it and my like they didn't even get a movie for the family. My stepdad bought Salem's Lot about a fucking vampire and it wasn't even like shot good it like was this old classic movie i remember being excited for like nothing i was like a dvd player yes what salem's lot what is this shit <laughs> like so bummed like why are we watching the sand lot right now <laughs> the fuck i remember being so bummed about the dvd i'm like man i'm going to watch the lion king in the den Go play GameCube. I'm gonna go play GameCube. Damn, man. My mom actually, she, she, she never was that bad. Like she would get some family shit. Well, this was just the first day. It was mainly my stepdad. My stepdad was like, "Man, fuck these kids." <laughs> I yeah, bought the yeah, DVD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought the DVD play. I, I would do. I would do the same shit. Man was trying to watch whatever the fuck he was trying to watch, man. So, I don't blame him. Salem's life. Yeah, okay, <laughs> fuck the kids. But fuck that fuck vampire. <laughs> fuck it. 
I feel him too, man. Fuck the pin. Uh, damn, I don't know what, what my first movie was. I um, I used to go to my friend's house for a lot of uh, a lot of my first five shit. He used to have all the all the cool shit, bro. Your boy had a Nintendo sixty four and a um and a fucking Dreamcast, bro. No, 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 Dreamcast. I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. Take it back. He had the Dreamcast. He had Nintendo sixty four and something else. But yeah, nah, yeah, Dreamcast was fire, bro. My uncle had the Dreamcast. Anybody had the Dreamcast, bro. My uncle had the Dreamcast, and I don't remember any games we played on it. I just remember holding the controller and being like, this. Is not like any like it was like we had the PlayStation One so like like it was it was like holding a fucking like laser that shit, gun. That shit was so big and awkward, dog. But god damn it, who would have thought the Xbox would like resemble Power the Stone, same shit? Power Stone, uh, Crazy Sonic, Taxi, Sonic, Sonic Adventures, Crazy, Crazy Taxi, Taxi, man. Uh, that was my shit. Hydro Thunder, uh, fuck it, bro. I said, man, uh, um, ready to rumble. Um, oh, the boxing like, game. <laughs> Yo, the guy with the afro. It's afro thunder. It's time to dance. It's time. Yo, man, bro. Bro, that game was the shit. That game was the shit. Hydro Thunder was the shit, too. Uh, shout out to Chuck E. Cheese. Um, don't come for my boy. But shout out to Chuck E. Cheese. We just shooting you out. But uh, shout out to Chuck E. Cheese because they had the, the racing game, Hydro Thunder. You remember that? It was the boat. Turkey Cheese also had Crazy Taxi, too, in the arcade. They did. They had, uh... Shout out to Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, man. Terminator, bro. And and the X-Men with, like, the five different characters. You could get all your homies to be, like... Yes, sir. Come up with that quarter. Yes, sir. Chuck E. Cheese had, uh, Cruising cruising USA. Cruising USA was the shit. Cruising. You have that, don't you? You you have it. Yeah, I got that shit on, uh... Nintendo, right? 64, yes, sir. My man's got the classic games. I do have classics, man. Um, I'm gonna I'm eventually get the Dreamcast. I'm gonna get um, the games I had on it. Power Stone, bro. Power Stone was a fighting game, similar to uh, Street Street Fighter. Very fire fire ass game. It had its own. I don't know if I've ever uh, played that. A lot of people you only you only really knew about it if you were a Dreamcast head, but uh, it had its own premise. You had to collect the. The like power stones, they were kind of like diamonds or whatever, and you would get like special powers. Thanos, but uh, yeah, bro, it was it was some fire shit, bro. Some fire shit. Shout out to the, everybody that had a Dreamcast and know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yo, uh, my shit was Crash Bandicoot. I remember we had, for the PlayStation yo, One. PlayStation One, okay. PlayStation so, One, we had Crash Bandicoot. Do you remember? I do. Not, Odd World. I do not remember this fucking name of the game, but it was this, this. I want to say he might have been headless or he had a skull head and he was medieval and used to run around a graveyard and used to... Like, bro, medieval. Was it called medieval? Oh, you're bro. You're right. Bro. Mid fucking... E- bro. That bro. shit was... I think there was a sequel to that game. Like Shout there was a... one. anybody that had medieval. That, that game, game was, was the shit. He had bro. all kinds of swords and shit. Scared the fuck out of him. <laughs> I think my it, my stepdad had that game, and we had to ask him to borrow it. Uh, that and Gex, bro. I don't I don't re- I don't remember if that was PlayStation. That might have been Sega. That was, no, 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 that was PlayStation. Was it? That was PlayStation One, bro. Yeah, bro. Fucking Gex. 
the fucking gecko with the fucking glasses. Bro, that shit was the <laughs> shit. I I was so <laughs> bad at it, that but it was bro. I think I wouldn't say I was alright. It was hard though. It was hard as shit, and I was a it kid, was and I had patience. So like I I just remember wanting to play it all the time, but not being able to progress. <laughs> That was, that was when Need for Speed like. Oh yeah, the man. first one. And Gran Turismo too. Gran Turismo was fire back then. That's what I'm thinking of. Gran Turismo was the Gran shit. Gran Turismo was crazy with the Subaru WRX. Every every bro, the, car head. The WRX, bro. You started out with was wild, bro. Wild. Yeah, man. Sick shit. We've been doing this for a long time now. For sure. Even. Even after we lost like thirty minutes of great material. Um, yeah, man. I mean, we can we can run it until you're good, man. Um, I was at work today, and this shit just is kind of driving me crazy. I went up to the. Uh, I was going to take a piss, and you know when you put the new urinal shit in there, it smells real good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the yeah, urinal, like the, little, the. Yeah. What do you call them? The, the ur- urinal cake. All right, so maybe I am wrong. I walked up, to, I walked up, and I was like, I was standing there pissing, and then somebody. There's only two right next to each other. There's not enough space, so like a dude came up. Oh man, okay. And yeah, there was no bro code. Bro, <laughs> yeah, just, the bro code was just thrown out. And he's pissing, and I was like, this is awkward. And I was like, I was like, they put new urinal patties in there. They smell fucking good. And it was just quiet, and all you hear is this man zip up his pants, and he goes, they're urinal cakes, and then walked out. <laughs> oh, my God, Yo. Bro. <laughs> I was like, damn, did I offend him? Did I offend him by calling it a urinal patty? Because, like, I thought the cakes were, like, the small, small, like, discs. This was, like, a patty. Like, it was a big ass. I don't know, man. I was more concerned as to why he didn't fucking wash his hands when he left. Like, dude just was, like, mad. He just said they're called urinal cakes and then left. Bro, he thought you were from another planet, bro. He thought you were an alien. (laughs) Murdered him. <laughs> I don't know why it's just been it's been bothering me all day. I mean, bro, that bothers me because maybe he had fucking corona and he fucking didn't wash his dick having hands. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you give corona from your dick hands? <laughs> no, but <laughs> it's just gross regardless. Like he did, he's just walking around not washing his hands, bro. Like good thing, good thing I don't live in, or work living. Good thing I don't work in a restaurant. Yeah, for real. My man just feels bad for his wife. Have you ever met anybody famous? Um, I have. Um, it's a weird thing because. So I met him in an environment where they expect it, and then I met him in an environment that they didn't. Um, Who? Tom G. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out Tom G. Shout T- out Tampa, Tom Tampa, G. Tampa native. It was a quarterback. Me and my brother seen him. My brother knew who it was. I did not. But um, were you young? When yeah, 
when when we ran upon him, it was it was cool, but like it definitely depends on like it it depends on the celebrity and what they're like like what they're famous for. Um, but it was it was like he was a quarterback, so he was cool to us. We were fucking kids, but I could see why anybody else like like. I don't know. If I'm famous for music, I probably wouldn't like that shit. If I'm famous, for, if I'm famous for my job, like if it's not for like, I don't know. I guess sports or some shit. If I'm famous for anything else, I probably wouldn't like you just running up and saying, "Hey, what's what's up?" Like I, I probably would hate that shit. So, I'll tell you a story. When I met Mike Epps, I might have told you before, but I've never told it on the you podcast. Did. You did. So this was a experimental time in my life where I was smoking hella weed. I had dreadlocks. I was rocking the Bob Marley shirt, and I worked. I worked at the at Vans at the mall. I worked. I worked at Vans at the mall, and I was on a break, and I was gonna go to the bathroom in the food court. And I saw a dude go in there and I was like, oh shit, that dude looks like Mike Epps. And he was going to the bathroom and I was like, fuck it. I got to pee. I'll just follow Mike, this supposed Mike Epps to the bathroom. Not weird at all. Right. And, uh, he's pissing at a urinal and I do respect the bro code. So I pissed at the urinal, not next to him, but like the one after that. And I'm pissing and I'm trying not to like make it noticeable that I'm like looking over at him. (laughs) I'm like cornering, I'm like cornering my eyes. Like I see him look at me and he finishes pissing and I was like, fuck, I got to hurry up. So I like start forcing my pee out faster. Like, you know, when you got to like fire hose it and just like, it really goes. Yeah. You had the pressure. (laughs) And, uh, I finished pissing and I go to the sink because we're gentlemen and me and Mike Epps lock eyes and he looks at me and goes you know where the weed's at (laughs) and I was like man if only I wasn't on the clock and he was like he's like man we got to go get this car uh we're gonna go pick up some bitches uh I'll see you around sometime knowing like he said I'll see you around like I'm never gonna see never gonna see Mike Epps ever again (laughs) but it was Mike Epps and I met him while pissing and uh dude is tall he's like he's got to be like six five or some shit he's tall he was taller than me and thank god i didn't ask him for a picture because that 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 would have been so weird and i i think i was like 20 i had i wasn't even like thinking about comedy at that time that's crazy what you do in that time frame is say mike epps I'm going to leave my job and get you some weed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should have said. I should have been like, I know the right person. Let me get your number. <laughs> you're, you're going to get bitches and a car. Sure, Mike. I will get you some. Do weed. you want me to go with you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you abducting me, Mike? Do you want more white friends? Is that what you're saying? More twenty-year-old white friends? <laughs> the white boy with you. <laughs> Twenty years younger. <laughs> Bro, yeah, nah. Um, I I love that story because that shows who Mike Epps is. But Mike Epps comes to Tampa a lot, so that also shows that he's like 
He was cool. He's he was he like, wasn't a dick. And and that's what I mean. Like it definitely depends on like the celebrity, what they're known for, and their environment. Like I mean, my nigga's in Tampa. He probably don't give a fuck. But also, and I ran up on him you. in the bathroom. I was about to say that. And I think if I didn't look, and you, I, I was didn't... about, bro, you you ran up and you were you were you were Devin with dreads. If you weren't dread headed Devin, then it I think it would have been a little. Way. He would have been like, "Who is this fucking asshole <laughs> trying to talk to me with my hand on my dick?" You're not getting a fucking picture, kid. <laughs> like I would. He would have probably roasted you and then fucking left. See, and now but, when I think about if I'm just. If I'm a celebrity and I'm trying to go to the bathroom and somebody's like walking up and like they're like, "Hey, I heard that podcast," and I'm like, "Shit!" <laughs> Part of me is gonna be like, "You bitch, you be humble," yeah. but also like, I gotta take a shit or something. Yeah, yeah. But how how do you get out of this situation the quickest? Is Without like being my, an is, asshole, is my thing that I think that like. Not even that. Sometimes quickest reaction is probably like asshole, but if they're thinking about it, they're probably like, all right, I, like, what's the plea? Yo, you're not getting a picture. Sorry, I gotta pee. But, like, and then they fucking like, like, if you approach me when I'm going to the bathroom, I might snap. You have I to probably would have to break snap. into that uh, that Eminem song. Yeah. I yeah, am uh, the way I am. When you say break into an Eminem song, like I already know, like you're probably gonna murder. I do remember that line, though. I forgot the line. Something about in the stall. Can't take a shit with someone standing by the end. Huh? <laughs> no, I won't sign you autograph. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't sign you autograph. <laughs> Hell no, nah, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. My man was sick oh, of the media. Man. On that note, I think we've Shut been up, here long man. enough, man. My ass is numb. I can't keep sitting here. I think we've been here for like two hours, even with lost, lost material. I'm still fucking hurt. Yeah. All right. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed that shit. I enjoyed you being here. For sure. Thank I'm you. sure this won't be the only time. Now. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. We'll we'll mix it up. Um. Hopefully, I get a get in with uh you and White Hype. Like I want I want to see I want to see White Hype together. Make make a um. Was it White Hype and White Lightning? I believe I believe that was uh I don't I, I believe that was uh I believe that was it. I believe you were White Lightning on this track. I mean I'll rock that name. Sure. That sounds like it has power in it. It does, man. It's powerful. <clears throat> I don't know if I'll ever rap again, but I'll rock the name. Mike has bars too, so um Xavier still hoping, owes him a recording session. I'm hoping I get to uh hear my man do something, but yeah, nah, I appreciate being here, man. Thank you for uh, letting me letting me grace. For sure, man. Podcast, man. Um, I, I hope it was a good experience. Things uh, in the works. Um, you may find me at least right now. Um, at at or excuse me at Instagram or on Instagram uh, at is it underscore start. I don't know, man. I must not be your real friend if I don't know your Instagram handle. Uh, real friends know uh, Instagram handles. Uh, it's uh, IDK underscore ITS underscore natural. I don't feel like spelling it. But uh, natural as it's spelled. 
Fuck with y'all, man. Stay high. Exercise a little bit at least. Get your fucking. Get something. Get your freak on. Get something healthy in your body and, and, you know. Get your freak on. Balance that shit out, man. Get your freak on, but, you know, also work that shit. (laughs) Get your fucking money now. Grind. Grind heavy. All right, guys. I love you. Heavily. Thanks again for listening. If you like it, subscribe it. Get lazy, get paid. Share it. You can even support me by fucking signing up for uh, a month. You know, there's different options. You could pay monthly. You could help me pay my rent. Not really, because I would just put it towards podcast gear. Uh, But yeah, y'all know where to find me. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye.